the best story i never told subset series the best movie i don't talk about uh where i bring in guests in this case a past guest and friend to talk about a movie they've never talked about publicly and perhaps even privately someone like a film that she keeps close to the vest and we're going to find out why uh please welcome playwright zuri ruiz hello Welcome back. Uh, so just a quick reminder, I want to shout out the episode you did do in the earlier seasons of this podcast, where you spoke about taking uh, clown school classes. Yes. I uh, got to hear that again recently and that was fun. So thank you for having me back. Yeah. So if you like this episode and you want to know what her clown school experience is like, (laughs) check that out. I think it's episode 14. Uh, so before we play the trailer for the audience, of the movie you never talk about publicly and even privately most cases. Uh, Why don't you tell us what the name of that movie is? The name of that movie is Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. 2015. I had to look that up. It was 2015, uh, 2015 movie, Brooklyn. All right, we're gonna play the trailer now. Step over this way, please. Get out of the line. Next. Passport, please. Welcome to the United States, ma'am. Dear Rose, I miss you and Mother and think about you every day. The most important news is that I have a job and I'm in a boarding house. I was glad to see you finally got some letters from home today. I wish that I could stop feeling that I want to be an Irish girl in Ireland. Homesickness is like most sicknesses. It will pass. Would you dance with me? I'm not Irish. So what were you doing at an Irish dance? I really like Irish girls. I met somebody, an Italian fella. We're going to Coney Island at the weekend. But do you have a bathing costume? Why didn't you tell me to put my costume on underneath my clothes? I thought you'd know. I want to ask you something, and you're going to say, oh, it's too soon. Will you come for dinner and meet my family? I'd love to. You like Italian food? I'm going to say splash anytime I see problems. Good idea. Splash! You just splashed his mother, his father, and the walls. Let's go again. Ready? I should say that. We don't like Irish people. Hey, hey. What? We don't. That is a well-known fact. Um. Sudden. I'm not a very hurt. You want to go home, I guess. How would it be for you if I did go home? I'd be afraid. Afraid that I wouldn't come back. Yeah. Home is home. Ireland must seem very backward to you now. Is that Jim Farrell I saw? He's a catch for someone. I have a life halfway across the sea. Your life here could be just as good. 
If you go back, I have no protection. I want you to stay here with me. Okay, you just heard the trailer to Brooklyn, a 2015 film. Uh, before we, I ask you, Zuri, why you don't talk about this film and what you think about it, I will say, knowing you, yes, this, this is a bit out of pocket. I, I did not think that you would know this movie. or have Really? Well, a part of me does. Part of me does. Because there's a, uh, a novel element like it's, yeah. it's a, and that's a, it's an adaptation of a novel. So, so part of me is like, yes, because you have like this literature background, theater background, your playwright, that, that part mm-hmm. um, links, but then what the movie's about and like the everything in it, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know this was a, a Zuri movie, but I also don't know your taste in mm. films. Uh-huh. Well, so there's a bit of that too. So, um, yeah, like what? Why? Let's just go right into it. Like, what? Why don't you talk about this movie that you've seen? So okay. So again, the film is Brooklyn, and the reason why I don't talk about it is, uh, I feel like I have this sort of thing where I try to get people into films, and uh, like my the reaction that I've got into either films or TV or songs or whatever has been sort of like uh, people don't really care that much. And that frustrates me. Um, and the thing that I do that is probably annoying is like, I'll have someone watch something with me and then I'll just look at them for their reaction. <laughs> so that's all to say that um, a few years ago, was, uh, Thanksgiving years, years ago, uh, I had two of my cousins watch the movie with me and they didn't know what to expect. I don't think that they had heard about it before. I feel like it was one of those films that was nominated, but not a lot of people either watched or knew about. I'm, I'm assuming, at least to me, I, I knew about it when it came out because I got very excited by the trailer when I saw it at the theater. I read the book in advance. I was really pumped, uh, wow. pumped for it. And to me, it, it wasn't a letdown. Um, but I had my cousin, my two cousins watch it. One of them is, uh, God, my cousin Roxy, who's like maybe a year younger than me. And then my cousin Zuri, true story, she's named after me. Um, she uh, she also watched it. She's a lot younger than I am. So just like a, she was like a okay. maybe 11 or 12 at the time. I don't remember. All right. But um, in any case, uh, they didn't know what they were watching. I could feel their hesitance in the beginning. Um, but then they really got into it and I could tell the parts that they were into were the romance parts. You know, they had like little grins on their face and they were giggling. And I mean, I I can't not watch that movie and have those same reactions. So I totally get it. But, you know, there's a part in the movie where the main character, Ailish goes back to Ireland and her whole life sort of changes uh, a lot. I mean, it was her previous life, but because she's now come back from America and she sort of has that more aura to her because it's not necessarily how she presents herself. She's not boasting or anything, but like the community that she's part of sort of takes her in and thinks she's like this like shiny object now. Um, she starts attracting new things into her life. And some of a lot of it is stuff that she doesn't really ask for. I think it's imposed on her. And uh, one of those things is a new relationship 
with someone who she was uh, an acquaintance of previously, but didn't really have a lot of feelings for, or it was kind of in passing. But the thing is that in Brooklyn, where she lives now, she's formed a relationship already. And um, are we allowed to give spoilers? Because I, I sort of- No, have... <laughs> why not? Why not? No rules. Yeah. Sorry, no rules. This okay. podcast has no sponsors, no rules. Awesome. But I'm sort of conflicted with that only because I'm like, I won't be able to watch it. But then also ah. don't watch it around me because I will watch your reaction. But in any case, um, she ends up getting married in Brooklyn. It's something that sort of, it feels like imposed on her too, because she she's leaving back to Ireland and the guy that she's dating at the time asks, uh, asked her to marry him. But she was like, don't you trust me? Like, it'll be fine. But he's like really, really like, mm, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, he, it's something he really wants and needs. Wow, you really remember this movie really well because I I, I love this movie. This, I literally saw this before the podcast to keep mm. it fresh. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, that's like close to even the, the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, so um, so she does it, you know. So it's sort of imposed on her too. But now she's back in Ireland, and she's experiencing all these new things that are, like I said, also sort of imposed on her. And this is where I could see my cousin's reactions change because she starts. She doesn't get into a relationship but she starts forming a relationship with a new person or the uh, acquaintance in ireland and nothing happens nothing physical it's more maybe an emotional thing but this is the moment where my cousin sort of like felt like uh it was blasphemy or something and um and they even got frustrated i mean even though they these two characters the two in ireland don't end up together um, they felt sort of betrayed by the character and betrayed by the fact that she was even considering, and who knows if she was really considering, because it's, for me, it's a little hard to tell about what the character is actually thinking. I don't know if maybe you got that, but there's this maybe slight consideration of whether she's going to stay or go back to Brooklyn. And she does end up going back to Brooklyn, but they felt, my cousins felt like she only left because Miss Kehoe, the store owner, I think it's Miss Kehoe. I can't remember the That's name right. exactly. That, that um, is correct. Yeah. She comes at Ailish like she's like, I got something on you because my relative in Brooklyn told me about this girl who got married at City Hall. And I know that was you. So she's got something on Lacey. But this is where we really see the big character change because it's really subtle. And it's something that I don't think even Ailish thinks about. But she feels that she or she is now in power and can talk back to that character who used to be her or uh, her old uh, employer when she was living in Ireland. So she feels like she can talk to her now. And she's like, that's Miss Fiorello to you or something like the Tony's last name. Tony is her husband in Brooklyn. Yeah. So even Italian. though that all, mm -hmm, even though, yeah. yes, uh, Tony, uh, the person she marries. So even though she does that, my cousin still felt like it was a big slight and like she only did it because she was caught. So for them, the rest of the film, which is not much after that, just sank for them. And they were super pissed off. And they're like, why did you show me this? We don't like this character, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, even just focusing on the romantic aspect of the film, yes, it is a big component of it, isn't the biggest part of the film. It's an immigrant story. And there is just like, it's a slow burn, but there's so much development and like, so much like silence in it, but there's so much emotion behind the silence. And it's not, not until like 
towards middle end part of the film that it really kind of, you know, goes up, but even still, it's not that crazy, you know? So I feel like they lost a bigger component of it when they decided to just focus on the relationships. Um, so I think that's why it's really hard for me to show people this film, because to me, like, I feel like I understood it at a deeper level and I can connect it to like my family, like the main character reminds me of my mom a little bit. So when they didn't connect to it, I just, I feel like I have to be a little bit more like protective of things I love. <laughs> so people don't judge it. And I have that feeling about other films too, but, um, you know, when I was thinking about this, it's the first film that came to mind because I'm really very passionate about it. Yeah, I, I get that. It's like, uh, you're really passionate about a film. You want someone to see it, someone sees it. And then the reaction's like, meh. And then you're mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't ever want to talk about this film ever exactly. again. Exactly. Yes. I, I want to keep this one. Well, uh, I did not react the same way as your cousin. <gasps> I have to say that. Uh, -huh. uh oh, I, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you No, no, me, meaning like, meaning like I was like, Oh, I can't believe Eilish didn't. I, I just had, yeah, I, 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 I there's like a, a moment of empowerment. Uh, I, their point is interesting because I, I guess they're younger. So it's like, I don't know if that's a generational kind of like take mm -hmm. on, oh, she got caught. Therefore, she made a stance. And that's why she decided to go back to her husband. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really look at it that way because maybe, Brent, like you said, I had a more like, she, she went, she didn't know what home was mm -hmm. and she went back to what she thought was home, which is the sort of, to me, it's sort of part of that essence of the movie was like, what was home to her. And like, even though she came back to Ireland, she's a different person. It wasn't really home, even though her mom's there. Uh, and you know, she's leaving her behind again. You know, she wanted to live. What I thought there. Okay. Uh, if you, cause you asked what I thought about it. Um, mm -hmm. it was really, I, it was kind of interesting that it's, it's a non-BIPOC immigrant movie. Yes. Right? Oh my God. Yes. Because, okay. So I sort of have this thing where I'm like, Mexican people are so Irish, <laughs> right? But like, and vice versa. But so I kind of like seeing it from that perspective, but also I feel like if it would have been, and maybe this is just, I mean, I'm talking to so yes, it's just a me thing, but I feel like had it been a BIPOC uh, immigrant story, it would have been so melodramatic and this felt very slow. And I'm like, I want to see something like, like that, but like where it's, cause to me, the story is not just about romance and it's not melodramatic. It's about identity. And I felt like it really helped sort of mold that character's identity. Um, so if there isn't a film like that, then I would love to see a film like that. It like, to me, it was like, it's sort of like almost like a valuable, tool in that like if someone doesn't understand like my BIPOC immigrant story I'm like hey why don't you just watch Brooklyn mm. and you'll, maybe you'll connect with the Brooklyn characters and then you'll see like okay my experience as like a Vietnamese American immigrant is like in in many regards not that different in terms of assimilation yeah. identity what you know what's home to my parents what's home to them now like these are very parallel things um and maybe perhaps uh, you know, it was kind of funny, like funny to me to see the path. It's like, it, yeah, it's an Irish person adapting to a world and especially in an Italian American community where I'm like, okay, to me, everyone's Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, but, that's but, interesting because I feel like maybe in that sense, it's a little bit more 
palatable to the masses, although it would be the same experience. Uh, I'm not sure that for a lot of audiences that would be something that they could connect. So maybe this is like a good representation of that. Do you know what I mean? It's like a good like, okay, like don't yeah before you go off on me with being like part of the woke mob or whatever mm -hmm. or, or whatever why don't you watch brooklyn and yeah like, oh okay so our families are actually very similar yeah it's like yeah thank we you. really are a melting pot <laughs> <laughs> my, oh i should say my, my aunt calls it a fruit cocktail <gasps> a fruit cocktail she thinks it's a better analogy because you retain your identity in a fruit cocktail oh i love that like okay. your original identity yeah like a melting pot like we're not fully melty because mm -hmm. of you know racism and stuff yeah. like, like at the end of the day i'm gonna be sort of viewed a certain way based on race but uh mm -hmm. so she says fruit cocktail so i try to like push that when, i like fruit cocktail yeah yeah um well let me okay so we're both writers so i'll say maybe you felt because i know you really like i didn't know if you loved the movie or it, or if it was like infamous to you or like what what your relationship is but you're 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 a fan mm -hmm. you're into it uh, it, it is a bit surprising to me that you're into this movie because like, yeah, it, it, just only because you're right. I don't think it got that much attention in the States. Mm -hmm. like, it's just like I didn't I didn't know much about it either. I thought it was Brooklyn, like present day Brooklyn or something, mm -hmm. not like 1950s Brooklyn, um, which is uh, it was interesting. Um, but uh, uh, as two writers, uh, I don't know if you saw this, too, but they definitely did a great job on the writing part of definitely setting things up that that they did seem to pay all of it off. Yes. And um, so I read the book. It's a uh, Colin Toy Bean. I think that's how you say his name. I'm not entirely sure, but I've read some of his other books after that, and they're amazing. And I think that the the adaptation stuck really close to the book, but also um, Nick Hornby adapted it. Yep. Are you familiar with his work? Yeah, yeah, he does. He did a lot of these, like, well, Hugh Grant movies. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's how I know him. I know he's done more, whatever, artistically acclaimed movies, but I love the Hugh Grant movies. So, mm -hmm. did you ever see uh, the film An Education? It's uh, Carrie Mulligan, I think. Um, yes, yes. Peter so he adapted, yeah, he adapted yep. that. Mm -hmm. I did. And I, I could sort of see how he, I mean, like, that works. He, I think he writes female characters really well. I yeah, he definitely as uh, for a screenplay uh, uh, paid everything off. Uh, and then as far as like the movie making part of it, because that's sort of a different thing. Whereas like um, yeah, slow burn. Uh, there's a lot I think they leave to the viewer to kind of imagine because there's yeah. a lot of just like shots of like Eilish like thinking and stuff, or like she like like right in a more melodramatic movie, she's gonna respond to something that happens um but she it's like it felt kind of like playing it more real in a way yeah and actually since you're saying that that actually makes me em empathize sympathize with my cousins a little bit more because i i'd read the book so i feel like in the silences i can fill that in with like the narrative whereas they really have to like unpack that and so maybe they did read it that way where you know they thought that she only went back to Brooklyn because she had been caught, I'm assuming. But uh, I also think there's so much you can interpret from like the silences. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, they, there's a lot that uh, even between I liked uh, the romance. Basically, 
she has to choose between two two men mm-hmm. you know one is very much blue collar and one is the gentleman mm-hmm. you know and, and 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 so she has to make that choice and i thought i, I kind of like that yeah the movie doesn't get into this like melodramatic space the the two the two gentlemen the two suitors are i felt like you could go either way and it would be pleasant yeah it wasn't like ah one person's clearly sleazy and one person's like clearly the hero where it was like no i mean she could probably be fine in in any case you know but Uh but but she's presented with the choice like like a good two good choices uh you know yeah i i think that the the bigger reaction was like she's married what do you mean she has two choices you know but like i said i i don't think that they remembered or they maybe feel that both of these choices choices are sort of at one point or another imposed on her i feel like you know so of course that of course it would be a difficult decision to make given those circumstances um but yeah they saw it differently well i mean like her heart has two choices. Yes. Yes. Like, like she, and it all kind of tied into, to me, it all tied into what is home to her. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, is it Ireland? Is it Brooklyn? Where is she at in life? Um, yeah. I, it was, it, yeah. I, I, I was, <laughs> when I realized it was like a non BIPOC immigrant story, part of me was like, okay, what am I watching now? And then, <laughs> I, and then I started watching. I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to root for her. I, I, I want her to get adjusted to life in America. Like I want her to like not get fired from her job at the mall. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like I want her to not fail. Uh, I don't want, I don't, <laughs> I don't want the boarding school roommates to be mean to her. I'm laughing at the at the getting fired from her mall job. Yeah. I mean, it's not the mall; it's like a department store. But, but yeah, it's I, just I funny. Think, yeah, it's definitely a movie that I, I feel like is more in the grown up space, only because there aren't shock value things that happen. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's some some cattiness that occurs with her roommates, but it never goes like that bad. Oh yeah, they, they uh, don't like they don't like plot to like mess up her life. They're just kind of just like you know, uh, a little bit, uh, critical of her, but then eventually they're not like, they're all kind of like bonded, you know? Well, what's sort that of, line? Sort of. the character, the other character, the kind of mousy one that comes into the boarding home boarding. Yeah. Boarding home. She's like, they're all batches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, this movie. Well, uh, I watch movie. it a lot. I do. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do think the trailer, uh, kind of gives away a lot, which unfortunately yeah. is, a trailer issue but when you watch it there's a lot of these kind of cool quiet moments uh like the movie is allowed to breathe um it, i don't know it's hard to find that style of movie mm-hmm. presently uh I, you kind of have to seek it out certainly yeah. if it's mainstream it's it's the pace is a lot quicker there's there's going to be like I could, I could hear like you're, you're i don't know I, f- I felt like the filmmakers had some degree of like creative flexibility yeah in doing what they want to do and and sort of having it be paced how maybe the book might be or 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 might seem like there's sort of this like poetic slow pace to it uh whereas yeah you didn't get sort of the crazy studio note like all right you gotta make you gotta add some 
high stakes there must be a hurricane at some point you know like or or some like attack on her or i don't know something that she would have experienced in the u.s like i don't know uh who knows but uh it could have been a number of things but yeah there's none of that and i think that's also part of the reason why i really liked it because it feels like it was reading like you're reading the book that's the exact sort of same slow pace that that also unfolds and I've read some of uh, the uh, Colin Toybin. Again, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Uh, I read Nora Webster, and I keep waiting to see if they're going to adapt that into a film because I would watch it just fast. Uh, it's also a slow burn. It's more like uh, sort of meditation on mourning and then like growth for mourning. So I think it's a beautiful book. But um, yeah, I'd be curious to see if they'd make that. It's. Um, it's a slow burn. Brooklyn's a slow burn. Um, was there any, any anything else you wanted? I, I wanted to kind of pitch, uh, discuss before I asked you sort of the, the final question regarding Brooklyn. Um, so I'm curious more about your. I mean, this is me. This is me now looking at you, being like, "What did you think?" But yeah. uh, this is sorry, sorry. This is a conversation. It's a um, podcast. It's so a yeah. dialogue. Uh, what did what did you think of it? <laughs> I, yeah, it was, it was like, I, I found myself liking it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was def- certainly, yeah, it's not like quote in my pocket. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm in the more pop space, you know, like mean girls or like, uh, what's the one where they sing? They sing oh, uh, acapella. Yeah, like that. I generally, you'll generally find me watching those movies. But, <laughs> but, but I do like watching movies I consider artistic. I would put that in this space. Yeah, I didn't expect to be like into it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like I I liked that it didn't go into the melodramatic space and like all of a sudden it's like all this high tension and, and like sort of almost felt contrived. Mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, this does feel like she actually is in the 50s. These are plausible things that are happening. Um, I liked that, you know, I felt like there was some sort of theme about home that was mm-hmm. they were driving at and what that means to a person. And it's not just where you live, you know, right? It's, it's a, It could be more than that. So I liked all that. I liked the big twist, which we won't reveal, because mm-hmm. there is a big twist that, that uh, uh, incites her to, to, to make a trip back home. Yeah, like that one we can kind of like not spoil, but uh, you know, I I just I didn't uh, I actually did for some reason didn't see that twist coming. So it, oh it was, good, I mean I saw it because of the book, but oh, okay. It, well, like I I could see that type of incident happening, but who it happened to, I was like oh like it kind of threw me, yeah. uh, and I was like, and then I felt like oh that's so sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh you know because and but that's like an that's the mark of like sort of a, a you know nice choice uh mm-hmm. so then me the viewers like oh man <laughs> oh that's a bummer and then of course you of course she has to go back to ireland now like yeah. she has to like so that so i thought that was like a nice a nice twist um yeah as far as if we're getting into like the performances like i thought they were good mm-hmm. you know uh sure she Sersha Roman is very good, mm-hmm. very good actor and it shows in this piece. And, um, the fun, the part I thought was really funny to me was, uh, that, you know, the, 
the her her boyfriend, right? The Italian boyfriend. They're sort of the part where they're talking, sort of talking about the future, and then he takes her to Long Island. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we could be here. <laughs> I know. I think like, of that too. And I'm like, it's Long Island. Like, uh-huh. He doesn't know what Long Island's gonna become, you know, like <laughs> 50 years from now, you know, from the story. I'm like, it's you probably would rather stay in Manhattan, just you know, I'm just saying, but uh it was kind of, I thought that part was kind of funny given, uh, given given how Long Island turned out. Exactly. I always how Brooklyn that. turned out. Like Brooklyn is like hip, cool unaffordable but like sort of definitely a place to be uh and long island does not have that reputation yeah <laughs> not, not to disrespect true. long island not <laughs> disrespect long island. it's just that's the reputation that's public that's so funny island. i i thought your funny part was going to be uh when they're at his family's place uh eating spaghetti and the brother is like a little racist not racist. oh uh, yeah towards yeah, he's uh, racist. He's yeah, like, he's like, yeah, first yeah. of all, we don't like Italian or uh, we don't like Irish people. <laughs> um, yeah, he, they talk about the Dodgers and all that stuff. So I was like, I bet that'll be the part. David. I do. I do. I mean, I, I do like I do like myself uh, Dodger baseball. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was kind of a fun like, oh, yeah, Brooklyn Dodgers. That's right. Yeah. A nod to the former city location. Um, yeah, I guess those are some of my thoughts. They, they, they I think they align with uh some of the things you you were mentioning mm-hmm. um, yeah well i'm just really glad you saw it and that it was new to you i'm assuming yeah absolutely yeah i i did not i i was not in the right algorithm for the marketing or promotion so it just didn't cross <laughs> my 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 devices like i just i just i was sort of didn't know and i knew the actress from ladybird yeah i knew her from that so i didn't actually know what she had done sort of slightly prior or around the same time um since since you did episode 14 this podcast has now been listened to around the world oh my god you're like you're og yeah you're definitely (laughs) one of the the og guests Mm -hmm. uh i don't think your episode number is 14 but like you're you're early you're you're early on uh and yeah i i don't know i don't podcasts are weird like that sometimes they they get picked up in random places but to people listening uh in places such as singapore and uh canada our neighbor to the north and mm-hmm. definitely parts of it's pretty heavy in los angeles i won't i won't deny that because uh-huh. <laughs> many, many of the guests are southern california based but um how, how do you feel now that you've shared something that once just did not get the reaction you were hoping for by people close to you. And now, now the world knows that you love this movie, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I feel? I feel happy because I was talking about something that it makes me happy. Um, and also, even though I haven't necessarily gotten that reaction from people and haven't necessarily shared the film to other folks because of that, um, I don't know, maybe it'll inspire some to watch it. Uh, that said, totally get if this is not their film, but just even like looking it up would be cool. And reading reading his books because they're so good. Well, I hope uh, I hope you get a kickback uh, <laughs> when when Brooklyn all of a sudden sees this like spike in uh, rentals uh, you know, <laughs> off Amazon, Apple, or wherever you can. Uh, I re- I rented it off Apple. Not that mm-hmm. I work for I don't work for Apple, but if they want to k- give me a kickback, just mm-hmm. that's where I, that's where I rented it. Do it, Apple. Yeah, they give you 35 hours to watch it. Yeah. Oh, not, that's a lot. 
So you're good. Yeah, Amazon's not as it's like 24 or something. Oh, I think YouTube because I've rented films off YouTube. Doesn't that have like 48? I might be wrong. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we're not here to plug major, yeah. major corporations. We're here to. But you have for... options, people. You can watch it in different platforms if That's it's right. there. That's right. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, th- thank you, Zuri, for <laughs> for doing this. Thank you for being a two-time guest. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Thank All you. right. Thanks. Hey, if you'd like to know when our next new episode comes in, it's easy. You can subscribe for Best Way I Never Told. That's right. On iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.